Hello, welcome to the Organist Encores with me, John Leeming, for a bit of April fun. Now, I know that April the 1st has long gone, but you may remember my April edition last year, where I had a bit of light-hearted fun selecting some performances with a difference, shall we say. Well, I've tried to do something similar this year, and I think there's some fun in all today's tracks, even if it's not always intentional. Now, the Three Sons were an instrumental group in the USA, popular in the 1950s, and they featured a Hammond organ, electric guitar and accordion as the basis for their arrangements. There's some really imaginative material to be found on their many LPs, and sometimes they'd like to have a bit of fun and send up the piece they were playing. On a couple of their LPs, they included a Wurlitzer pipe organ in the ensemble. Um, the best known of those is the LP Midnight for Two, and it features some delicious sounds from Ray Bohr on the Paramount New York organ. Now, this track that I'm going to play now comes from an LP called Sounds of Love, crediting Alfredo Menzeth as the pipe organist. Um, no one seems quite sure who Alfredo Mendez really is. Um, there was an orchestra and rhythm ensemble under that name in the 1940s, so whether this is the same person or whether it's Ray Bohr under another name, um, I just don't know. The Wurlitzer is rather close recorded on this album, uh, allowing Mr Mendez, or whoever it is, to contribute some really vulgar sounds. Anyway, here are the three sons with Alfredo Mendez and music, music, music.
Bonk, there you have it. There was certainly a nod to Ray Bohr in the organ sound there, but um, I'm not entirely convinced. Now, the theatre organ world is home to a wide variety of tone colours, and each make has its basic characteristics, but there are a lot of variations amongst them. Now, here's a mystery organ for you. I wonder if you can identify the make of pipe organ played in this ensemble. bonk again. I wonder if you decided what make of organ that was. I'm not going to reveal the answer now, but if you think you know, email me at john at organistencores.co.uk and give me your ideas. Or you can get in touch with me through the website. Someone might even know who and where. I'll give you the answer next time, or, or maybe Damon or Robert will before then. I wonder how many listeners remember Don Thompson. 
He started his theatre organ career in Britain, but continued abroad, including Canada and the USA, and he also had a couple of residences in pizza parlours. He concertized widely and came back to Britain now and again to remind us of his very individual style, which was certainly entertaining, but um, not necessarily in the way intended. Here's a track from Don at Sandy Fleet's residence organ in San Diego sometime in the 1970s. The Continental and the Carioca, I think, from Don Thompson. It's from an LP called Organ Power, 
which has the distinction of being the only theatre organ LP ever issued in quadraphonic sound, as far as I know anyway. There was a short-lived interest in quadraphonic sound in the 1970s. In fact, I can even remember the long-running radio soap The Archers being broadcast in quad for a while. Interest soon faded, though, and whether any of the blame for that lies with that LP, we shall never know. The name Harlem crops up in a number of song titles. Harlem Nocturne, Midnight in Harlem, Spanish Harlem, for example, and, of course, the one simply called Harlem. Here's a reminder of the tune. Eddie Carroll and his swing music there, reminding us of his own composition, Harlem. Now, you've got the tune in your head, so here's Reginald Porter-Brown. Thank you. 
Reginald Porter Brown and the Compton organ in Thorngate Hall, Gosport. Um, well, I hope that organ has since made a full recovery. Quentin MacLean was one of the most highly regarded theatre organists of all time and was particularly skilled in performing orchestral transcriptions and the more serious side of lighter music. He had a huge popular following when he was resident at the Trocadero Elephant and Castle in the 1930s, partly, I think, because he could let his hair down and have musical fun with the audience. One of his favourites was the Teddy Bear's Picnic, and here he is with that piece in fun mode at the Maple Leaf Gardens Wurlitzer in Toronto, Canada.
Another bonk to finish with there from Quentin McLean in 1961. I think that recording comes from a convention of the American Theatre Organ Enthusiasts, as they were then known, and my thanks go to Lou Williams for making it available for this programme. Now, one problem with organ pipes is that they often contain tin. Now, tin doesn't like being very cold. In fact, if it's kept below 13 degrees for any length of time, it transforms into a non-metal and crumbles into a powder, a condition known as tin plague. Many years ago, I wanted to explain this phenomenon to my students in my days as a chemistry teacher, so I put together a recording to illustrate what might happen at an organ concert in a very cold theatre. And here it is. I must apologise to Noel Briggs for using one of his recordings as the example. Oh dear, <laughs> Noel Briggs' tiger rag brought to an untimely halt there by an imagined attack of the tin plague. In case you're worried, this disaster is not likely to happen in real life because the presence of lead and other metals in the pipes lowers the temperature at which this change takes place to well below zero. Let's move to the Granada Tooting now, where Stuart Barry's inventive arrangement of NOLA combined with some rather dubious tape editing, makes this track rather special. Thank you. 
Stuart Berry at Tooting in the 1950s, with an arrangement that ended up not quite in the way he probably expected it to. Brian Rodwell liked to have a bit of fun from time to time, like on this occasion at the Granada Walthamstow, when he was inspired to play part of the melody of The Whistler and His Dog using the siren effect of all things. Good old Brian, that was Brian Rodwell in concert in 1976 at the Walthamstow Christie. Talking about Christie's, the fine instrument that used to be in the Gaumont Palace in Paris was moved to the Pavillon Baltard, southeast of the city, by Bernard d'Arcassi and his team. Uh, here is Bernard at the relocated instrument with that favourite theatre organ standard, Blue Moon like you've never heard it before.
about that, eh? <laughs> I love the point in that track where you can't possibly imagine it getting any worse, <laughs> and then it does. Anyway, to finish with, let's join Robin Richmond enjoying himself in an encore at the Granada Welling with his joyful version of When the Saints Go Marching In. cheerful music of Robin Richmond as he takes the console down at the Granada Welling Wurlitzer on the 27th of October 1974. Ah, happy days. Which reminds me, it's time for Robert Wolfe to play our closing theme tune because that's all we have time for today. I'll be back here in a month's time with a rather more conventional show, but be sure to join us again next week when Damon Cox will be resurrecting an old Reginald Dixon broadcast from the Blackpool Tower. From me, John Deeming, it's bye for now. Bye for now.